podcast. Let's get right at it. All right, this. game face. Uh, welcome back, Hack Stab Slash. It's your boy, Hacky. That's Stabby. We got some cat down below us named Just Justin. This week on Hack Stab Slash Season 2, Episode 2, we're watching a fucking film, dude. It is quite the film. It is a 2005 film called Cursed. If you haven't seen it, it's about, like, werewolves and, like, stuff, I guess. It's got the goddess, Christina Ricci, a very young <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg, and we, we've got one of the D2 members in here, bro. We got Joshua Jackson. I, I think we should jump right into it because I've already I've already got some things midway through that I'm going to I'm going to definitely talk about. We'll give these people a little bit of a surprise for a while. Yeah, what, what, Waterboy's got a lot of thoughts. He uh, had to stop him. Uh, <laughs> he had to stop him. He had a lot. Of, yeah, he was. Yeah, he had pre-pod. He had a lot of talks. And Sean, just be right. careful with that microphone. You're kind of moving it again and it's uh, echoing pretty bad. Pre-pod. So you had, to, you yeah. had to stop his pee pee? Just just grip it tight and just try to keep it like don't 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 move it around a lot. That's not oh son of a bitch. Oops. All right. Focus. All right. I do apologize, Hackstab slash. If I go in and out, I am sitting in a camper right now in the middle of nowhere at a cabin in the woods. Uh but we are going to be talking about a werewolf movie. It takes place in Los Angeles to change the lives of three young adults who, after being mauled by the beast, learn they must kill. Kill it! In order to avoid becoming a werewolf themselves, I don't know about you guys, but I would—I'd be a werewolf. I think that's pretty badass. I would definitely be a werewolf, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, werewolves are my favorite thing ever. I'm so excited we're doing Werewolf Month, the second one, and so yeah, I'm all about the werewolves. Take it away, water boy. All right. Oh wait, wait. Take it away, Justin. I have to. Yeah, I have to throw a curveball in there. I was gonna say I got oh, I only got notes for the first part of the movie. I, like, <laughs> I got notes for the second half of the movie. Okay. I was gonna say you see one of my faces like ah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's get right into this. So we saw it right away, and we're at a carnival, and the band Bowling for Soup is playing to start off this movie right away. And we meet Becky and Jenny, and they want to get some palm readings done by Zella, and they're getting their palm readings, and right away this girl's like blood, so much blood, you're in danger. They're like, what? And they're like, it's not even, not a man. It's a beast. Beware the moon. And then Becky tells her to um, lay off the crack pipe. And they're like, yeah, you can't just tell someone like that. So Becky and Jenny leave. And we see Becky somehow loses Jenny. And she's calling out her name. And we see the shot of a full moon. So we're setting the mood right away. And then we meet Brooke and awkward Jimmy. Jimmy runs in. He's talking to this girl, Brooke. He starts getting bullied by a bunch of guys. The guys are just saying the most ridiculous things ever to him. They even call his dog gay. Um, some of these insults are absolutely ridiculous. That's so fucked up. Yeah, they, they, I, this I, movie, if it ever got a remake, would lose it, so much homophobic dialogue. Yeah. No. No, I was going to say, he calls everything so much gay jokes right there. He calls his dog gay. And then... Uh, Quick intro to that all of a sudden, we meet Ellie all of a sudden, and she is visiting Jake, who appears to be her boyfriend, and he looks like he's prepping to open some, what was that, like a horror house, haunted house, museum thing? What the heck is that thing? That yeah, it's like, a, it's like a wax museum type of, like, horror-themed. Yeah, you see he's getting ready to have the opening scene or whatever, and they have some corny dialogue and whatever, and he's stressed and needs some time away or whatever. And then we see Jimmy and Ellie driving home, and they are brother and sisters, we learn. And all of a sudden, as they're driving home, all of a sudden, a dog, wolf, I don't know what you want to call it. Well, 
we know what it is. But jumps, smashes, hits a car. That car hits, goes and hits another car. Car goes flying off the cliff. And we actually see it's Becky from earlier. Oh my God, that's a great effect, Waterboy. <laughs> yeah, so this car flips 47 and a half times. We get Becky that we saw in the opening scene. She is trapped upside down in the woods and jimmy's up there calling the cops we have ellie trying to help her and it's really creepy the whole entire time ellie's outside she keeps hearing does she hear something does she not hear something she's hearing stuff in the woods and becky just wants to get nah, not be upside down anymore and jimmy goes in there and he's trying to help her and yeah for consent first yeah yeah so he, he's this girl's upside down he, he can we talk her. about how you cannot open a fucking trunk when the car is upside down and you don't pop the trunk. This is just magically you can walk over there, and because it's upside down, you can fucking open it. Just I'm gonna open try it. to. Op- I'm gonna try to open the trunk. Yeah, I'm gonna open the trunk. But then he's basically saying, "Oh, um, well, what we hit." He's like, "I'm so sorry. Uh, we hit an animal. We hit an animal too." It was, and she goes, "It wasn't a dog, was it?" And actually, it was. And I'm not gonna lie. This is this jump scare actually got me right when he says it actually was. She gets a bite taken out of right of her neck from a giant werewolf and it just pulls her right out of the car and you got jimmy holding on to her pretty sure ellie grabs jimmy's there. they all legs they all get pulled out of the car she gets dragged forever jimmy and ellie is standing there freaking out (laughs) and then the half-eaten body gets thrown out at her her jaws open you see becky looking up at them she has no legs now, and she still turns for a second to try to <laughs> to, to try to climb away, and yeah, and she dies. Do you guys have any thoughts, real fast, before I keep going on this quick? Yeah, uh, so far? that was Shannon Elizabeth, right? Yes, yes. Uh, all right, I'm j- I'm j- yeah, I'm just gonna go out there and say that even in her deformed state, I would still gladly date her. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Wait, so even when she had no legs there and just crawled? Yeah, it's even better, dude. It's less baggage. She can't, she can't okay. run away, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, just... um. So, look, we have the cops there now and everything. Just stand and, up for what you believe in. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> the cops are like, what the, what the hell did you, was this? And they're like, I don't know, like, maybe it was like a wolf. And this guy's like, there's been no wolf for 70 years, so we don't know what it is. Probably just a mountain lion. And you can tell something's wrong because their dog's with them and zipper bites them and mountain lion. And they're like, yeah, well, let's just, just go home. And so Jimmy and Ellie go home and Jimmy's up there searching for wolf attacks. He's trying to figure out what's going on. You have Ellie just all freaked out walking around the house. And all of a sudden, of course, the, the doors open, the wind's blowing and she turns around and it's friggin' Jake. Jake's in the house and they have the most awkward just awful cheesy dialogue you could ever seen in a whole entire movie with some ridiculous like dawson's creek music playing in the background and that whole scene makes zero sense (laughs) zero that's what i'm talking about (laughs) it was so bad they they're kissing and it's all cheesy i couldn't even read the dialogue was so bad or whatever they were talking about but then out of nowhere ellie just bites a huge chunk out of his neck. Like, I mean, like the biggest chunk, like his neck falls sideways and the blood just starts shooting out of his neck and his head like falls off. And luckily right after that, we see her wake up in um, the bed and it was all a dream. So um, that that was interesting. And then, and then right all- after that, 
That's what yeah. I thought. I was about to say it. I know. That's why I paused awkwardly because as soon as I said that, I'm like, one of them's going to say I used to it. read Werewolf Magazine. Oh, that was actually pretty good. So after she wakes up, and luckily it was a dream, we see she, we see Jimmy, and he wakes up completely naked in the bushes outside. And one of the neighbors looks at him, and he climbs up the house, scales the house, and goes in there. And Ellie's in there making breakfast, and you see Jimmy walk in, and he's like, um, what the heck's going on? And you can tell something something weird's going on, because there's like a fly going around, and Ellie like traps the fly with her hand. She actually catches it. And she's like, oh, how'd you sleep? And he's like, yeah. I don't know I woke up in the bushes and you know I was just bitten by the werewolf like I could be coarse I could be cursed and he's in what is he eating like roast beef or something or meat he's in there just yeah. like grabbing like tons of like yeah. meat and eating and everything and anyway so then we see uh Ellie's at work now she works at the Craig Kilburn show we meet Joni who is uh assistant there and she's kind of a kind of a bitch and you just see Ellie like what smells so good and she's just they're like, huh? And she hunts down this person who's got blood just pouring out of the nose. Like she's looking around like someone's like cooking something incredible. And it's just some woman with an insane nosebleed. And she's just, like awkwardly staring at her. What do you got, water boy? Just, just start going around sniffing everybody. Oh, so, so like, weird. I was expecting her to like jump on someone that actually smelled good. Like it was driving her senses crazy. Not yeah. walk down down the entire office to the break room to spot some chick at, at a sink with just a nosebleed and it looked like she was just like all about it so you can see there's some slight changes seeing like you see uh jimmy ended up, ends up talking to brooke again and the bullies kind of make fun of him again and this time he actually talks back a little bit so you can tell there's something going on here and then there's a party for um ellie's work and randomly scott scott bay the actor um He's he's in there um, talking about how he's going to go on after Carrot Top and after Ashton Kutcher for the Craig Kilburn show. So she's got to meet with them. And also Jake, Jake goes in you know, there and all the sorry, Justin, you know, you know, there's there's something about you. I can't quite put my finger on. But I could put my whole hand on it. The delivery from Christina Ricci to Scott Bayo about him being a perv was perfect. Yeah, that was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. spot on. Yeah, we see we see Jake there, and all the girls are like just all over him and everything. And uh, Ellie awkwardly just like leaves Scott, and she's like, "You know what? I'm out of here." She confronts Jake. She's like, "What's going on? How do you know all these girls?" And he, she, we see Ellie go into the parking garage, and we can hear something and see. You can't see what it is, but something is kind of growling around and sniffing her car. And we see it from like a POV shot of something kind of moving around and you can't really tell what's going on there. And then after she leaves, we have Jenny who we met earlier in the movie who said she was cursed in her leopard girl outfit. And she walks out into the parking garage and all of a sudden we see like paw prints all over the place. And she's like, what the hell is that? And out of nowhere, she gets absolutely chucked by this werewolf she hits a car and then all of a sudden we see her hiding on, under the car and you get this badass shot of like you see the werewolf's legs at first like underneath the car and i'm not gonna lie with like out of werewolves they do not have that good a calf development water boy like i, I was just thinking of you yeah. like your calves are yeah. way more jacked than that uh, no 100 percent, dude maybe i'm a werewolf <laughs> maybe you should right? call hollywood maybe you're, and give them maybe you're a werewolf Maybe you're a werewolf. Oh my god, he's like maybe you're a part-time <laughs> werewolf. I'm a full-time werewolf. Can't catch Water a boy. cold. Maybe Water I should be a calf actor. Maybe I bit my own ass. Nom, 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 nom. Ow, that hurt. 
But anyway, so then all of a sudden this werewolf jumps up on the Kai. You zoom in on his face. So we see this whole entire beast and we see its face. It is pissed off now. It is clawing the cars. There's limes going on. This thing rips out the rips out the car alarms, throws it in there. She runs back inside now into an elevator. She's the werewolf's clawing, trying to get in an elevator. She's trying to climb up and everything. And all of a sudden it gets quiet. So of course, what does she do? She pokes her head out. And boom, this werewolf just absolutely mouths her. And that's all I got for my part. You don't do that. You just, you don't do that. You don't. No. You got to transition. No. No. Oh, this is crazy. Crazy animal trying to kill me. And there's a small square that it can barely fit through. And what what am I going to do the second it backs off? Let me stick my head just in reach. So bad. I know. I saw that too. I'm like, you you just escaped all that. And then what are you going to do? You're going to stick your head out? Deserved. Like eight, 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 Deserved. eight minutes of escaping a werewolf using your wits. And then you get, get got by putting your head through yeah. a fucking. You fucking right levitate here. on the driver's side of a fucking Hummer. It, it, it yeah. pick everything up. Take your shoes off so you don't make sounds. And you're going to stick your head through there. Yeah, you're you're going to play games with the werewolf. She's- she was doing so good. And Usually then just... there were lots, lots of sound, but there was no sounds. Uh, lots so of lights. Bad. So lots bad. of lights and sounds. Do you know what the worst right. part about this whole scene is? What? Is that elevator scene, like it did get me to jump when it burst through the doors and like got her. Yeah. Yeah. There was so much studio interference. I guess the scene was like incredibly gory and just like over the top and like so well done with practical effects. And the studio was like, no, we want this PG-13. Fuck the studio, dude. Yeah, they reshot that. That was one. That was one of the scenes that got like reshot like forty-seven times. So they said the end product was like nothing. Like they actually planned on it at all. And that wasn't even originally. I think. I think the singer's name is Maya. It wasn't even originally her. If you guys saw it, it was Mandy Moore. Dude, they had uh, they had a the whole cast. I mean, they had the guy from Scream. I can't even think of his name for a second right now. Skeet Ulrich. Skeet Ulrich. Dude, they had this whole entire movie was an absolutely disaster. Like they had so they had to reshoot half the movie. The plot got all changed. The whole cast they got like recast. Like people like quit the movie. It was a disaster. What what, what, you getting? (laughs) Jinx, double jinx. Show me a coat. What's up? Right, that was weird. What's up? Want some coat? Oh my god! <laughs> Some product placement right there. Please, yeah, please tell me that's got names on it, and one of them is either Justin or Sean or Chris. Oh my god! You it know how they used to do those? Oh. Yeah, yeah. I was say I don't. That'd be perfect. But um, so after like seeing this so far, I mean, it seems okay. Pay okay pace. It's got the character growth in there. We get the first glimpse of the werewolf. Um. I did think it was going to be one of those where, where you don't get to see the werewolf too much, sort of like the last one where you like just see the point of view. But, uh, of course, the garage scene changed that, thankfully, because I do like to see me a werewolf. Um, the acting isn't the greatest. Uh, <laughs> no. no. Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the effects for the time, I will say, are all right. What do you, what, what, what do you think? What do you think, Sean? What do you think? That's all good. <laughs> Bear with me, ladies and gentlemen. I go, uh, the crazy palm reader, heavy rock music, a beat strip scene. This is so 2005. Then the bullies on Jimmy and his dog and his voice cracking and the corny ass intro music for Ellie walking into a place called Tinsel. It's almost hard to watch, but for some reason, I just enjoy it. Maybe the nostalgic feeling I get watching this. 
I was like, uh, the, the, the sibling bickering back and forth, the excessive rollover in the car accident is just so overplayed. But honestly, I was expecting the car to be on fire and just blow up by the time they got down there. And then when she's like, it wasn't a dog, was it? That moment, amazingly timed. Zipper so wanting, awesome. <laughs> dude, Zipper wanting nothing to do with Ellie or Billy after the attack shows that the infection is almost immediate. Like, obviously, you don't get your full wolf powers, but the second you make contact, it's immediate, which is pretty cool. So you're not waiting and, like, seeing things slowly turn and, like, one second you're bad, one second you're not. Um, but Waterboy, bro had the iMac back when Macintosh was king, and it wasn't just an Apple product. Dude, kids would fist fight over these computers when I was in school. Oregon Trail on these was fucking fire. Oh, <laughs> Oregon <Trail>. so good. <laughs> and I've then died just so many times when we were talking about when uh, his name Kyle shows up, I go, also, whose fucking boyfriend shows up in the middle of the night like a serial killer and leaves the front door open? <sighs> right, that that whole scene. I was like, what is happening? Like, what is this guy doing? I was like, bro, the heat's oh. on. Shut the fucking door. <laughs> right? <laughs> the the CGI the scene, the CGI scene, it wasn't the greatest. And it's it feels very dated, but it was effective. And then I wrote down, I go, and Tarzan waking up naked and the dogs barking gave me a chuckle. The the gossip and the okay. trash talking with cuckoo for cocoa puffs? <laughs> Scott Bayo, Aston <laughs> Kutcher Carrot Top. Can this get any more 2000s? Oh, yeah. And then I was like, the stock and kill in the garage, though, was beautifully done, and the tension was great. Give it to me all. Love it. Give it all to me. Give it to me, Give it to me all. Give it to me all. I'm not not awake. All right, take it away, Waterboy. Let's get this moving. Part two. I mean, second part. Let's go. Part two. Part two. I am not even Englishing right. All right, so after, after that killer scene... Uh, we pan over to Jimmy, looking at the werewolf books, realizing that he has the mark of the beast. Uh, starts explaining it to Ellie about werewolves and the mark, and uh, realizing that she has that same mark, and even still thinks it's crazy, and tries to pick up a silver picture frame to prove if she's a werewolf. It should have hurt her, but it didn't. And uh, go back reading some more um, werewolf comic books. Jimmy starts hearing barking outside. And a whole clan of dogs barking at him before he quiets them down with a good old howl. <laughs> that's, that's, Jesus, our Ellie arriving at work is pulled away by the gypsy we saw at the beginning, letting her know she's cursed and she needs to sever the line to end the curse and that he is closer than she thinks. Jimmy, a changed man, now goes sticking up to Bo as bully and gets into trying for the, out for the wrestling team. Absolutely embarrassing. <laughs> all of them. Like, holy shit. Awesome. This is, why we, this is why we want to be a werewolf. Crazy suplexes in there. We got oh everything going gosh. on there. Ellie with the interviewers happening. Um, <clears throat> randomly sucks on the finger of what is it? Craig, Craig Kilborn. Craig Kilborn. He <laughs> <laughs> looked like she just unlocked a new kink farm. Oh, like yeah, when she did that, he was like, shocked like, and then was like, damn girl. Oh, yeah. I kept staring back at her. <laughs> Ellie freaking out, hearing voices, um, going through a transformation, it seems, in the bathroom. Um, 
big eyes and a scary Christina Ritchie voice. Uh, later, we <laughs> see she's starting to turn. <laughs> oh, God. Jimmy goes to visit Jake, talking about the weird things that's going on and telling him about the wreck in the canyon. Um, back to uh, Jimmy about to snack on some raw steak. Uh, grabs for a silver pie server and it burns his hand. Bo coming over to talk after the brutal beating he took earlier. Turns out he's actually gay. <laughs> yeah, go Projecting gay. all his insecurities uh, <laughs> onto Jimmy. Zipper the dog takes the steak off the counter and Jimmy goes up under the table to confront him about taking his damn steak. Turns out the god dang dog's a werewolf too. <laughs> Jesus Christ. God dang. Bo's still there, and uh, Jimmy takes off with Bo to go help um, to go find Ellie. Uh, Jake confronts Ellie after she had seen the news postings of the girls that are missing, and notices the same ones that Jake had been with, and he wants to and he wants to explain everything to her, uh, trying to knock on the window, and he fucking breaks it. Um, hey, whoops! Turns turns out the animal in the forest in the beginning was actually Jake, or was it? Dun dun dun. Of course, I get the part in the wax museum with Pinhead. Oh um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> completely I, I skip over Freddy Krueger. It's cool. Oh, that, I mean, yeah, just I mean, the I mean I, oh, I mean, I mean, Justin skipped over Freddy Krueger. I mean, that was at the beginning. It was the first four minutes of the movie. Good job. Oh guys. yeah, it was. I'm disappointed. Oh, yeah, it was. Wow. Terrible. God, I'm sorry. Huh. And you and you and, and you say that Freddy Krueger scared you the most when you were a kid. He did. That's why do you think I left him yeah, out? Yeah, he blacks him out. Have, oh, okay, I have okay. PTSD. I was terrible. Okay, He's that, got like a it, permanent sensor in his brain. So anything all, Freddy Krueger, okay. like your backdrop, he can't see the other side. He can only I'm see my I'm so Michael. sorry for triggering Seriously, your PTSD. If, if we ever do a Nightmare on Elm Street series, I have to talk about it. You'll actually, you'll hear some stories of how actually terrified. And yeah, it just, it goes deep. Yeah, but anyway. Justin's just going to sweat the whole episode. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So. But this is fine, guys. <laughs> 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 John, never take it away, never, take it away, take it away, take it away. Never gonna sleep again. <laughs> yeah. more, more coffee. All right, sorry. sorry. Uh, Jimmy is at Tensel looking for Ellie, and she's explaining to Jimmy that Jake is the werewolf that bit them. Ellie enters into the Hall of Mirrors, which is where Jimmy and Bo are as well. And now Jake. Jake tries explaining that it wasn't him who had killed the girls, and it was an accident, and that there is another like him he doesn't know who it is. That same wolf breaks through the glass, tossing Jake and trying to get Ellie. Then goes after Jimmy and Bo. Get everybody out of here. Radio for help. And that was my Christina Ritchie impression. Fucking horrible. The cop's like, why? And then the wolf busts through the fucking wall like fucking Kool-Aid, man. And everybody's yes. freaking out. Cool. Guess Man, he's got. A, guess he's got a reason now. Uh, a lockdown initiates, uh, closing Ellie in there with the wolf and Jimmy and you know the whole fam. And see you later, Kyle. And hello, Sean. Hello, Sean. Run this thing home. What did you guys think of these uh, previous scenes there? I just want to talk about the the coming out scene when he was gay. Had it been the funniest like coming out scene ever? Because um, this is hard for me. Stop making it about you. Yeah, he's like comes out. He's like, no, I'm a werewolf. And just the fact that like he comes out as gay and he comes out as a werewolf is just the funniest thing I've ever seen. Just how he keeps you don't talking. Don't have like, to no. hide from me. Yeah, he's like, no, I'm seriously like a werewolf. <laughs> I'm it cursed. Just, I, I know. know it feels like that sometimes, doesn't it? And, and just it was so good. And just that actor, uh, what's it, Jesse Eisenberg? Is that 
I said yeah. something. Oh, his awkwardness and stuff is it's so good. It's 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 just so funny. So uh my notes on this set of scenes. I got uh Billy really couldn't just look at his hand and realize it was a pentagram. Instead, he has to connect the lines and look more and more surprised with each connection. I did think that was kind of funny. If there was anything I've learned from horror movies, it's the fact that when you howl at dogs, make sure you've hit puberty first and just get your facts from comic books. They're funnier and easier reads and just they have almost all the facts. Just don't waste your time reading a full fucking book. Uh, the glow up, the the glow up or the wolf up of oh. Jimmy uh, just and the way he runs through the wrestling team. It's so fun to watch. And then when he's got him straight up in the air and he goes, you know, what the best part about being a fucking fairy is, is you can fly. And then he just drops him and everyone goes nuts. Awesome one liners. Just like I said, awesome wrestling moves. It was it was so great. And then when we jump to the Christina Ricci scene, like who the fuck just opens a stall door on someone in the bathroom, friend or not? <laughs> Are you pooping in there? Yeah, that was and odd. That, that and was that, odd. And my my first thoughts when it came to the steak scene was you better share that with the fucking dog. I don't know about you guys, but you you have to share it with your dog. He's sitting there, he's crying. You guys have him again in the long. Offer him a peace offering. However, when he gets interrupted by Bo about being gay because it takes one to know one, I'm also convinced that because he didn't share his steak before he went out with Zipper, yep. this is why he snaps and chases Jimmy out of the house. And just yeah, what, what, like, yeah, he tries to take the steak away from him and the dog turns on him. And then uh, my favorite part about this set of scenes is the fact that we get sync on the red carpet at Tinsel and Jake being a werewolf, guys, this is starting to get pretty hairy. <laughs> little, little I forgot we had we had uh, Lance Bass walking in there on the carpet. Yeah, it's all random. Oh, God. All right, so now it's on to my set of scenes, fucking hackstab slash. So you ready for the ride? Because Scott Bayo saves Ellie's life. No one else, you know, after she just completely shuts him down. And then, like Waterboy said, when they lock the security gates and Ellie goes back in to save Jimmy, uh, things start getting crazy. And you get that that creepy ass Kyle scene where he shows up, he plays dumb, he's giving off killer vibes to the maximum. Like if this dude, if you could turn up killer vibes to a 10, this guy is at an 11 and it's immediately followed up with him getting snatched up, scratched up, and then being dropped from the ceiling by a wolf. So he's out of the equation. He's not the killer wolf. Someone else is Jimmy and Ellie stop going nuts. They're running around in circles, looking for a way out. Uh, Jimmy winds up on stage and he goes, wait, wasn't there three singers? And as he says it, Joni just barrel asses, through like behind the curtain, she takes out Jimmy now revealing that she's a she wolf. I'm going to call her a she wolf because she's very uh, right. what pretentious. That works. After, after her quick little like expo dump on her becoming a wolf and blaming it on a hot night with a hot guy, Ellie and Joni start to throw claws. Now Jimmy wants a fair <laughs> fight with Joni and she just kicks him in the face and says, this is Hollywood. Ellie and Billy are now being hunted with a sword. But Ellie manages to, like, find Mace as she's crawling away, and she sprays Joni in the face. Joni stumbles back, dumps water in her face, but as she's doing this, she bumps into Jake. And Jake realizes, like, it's her. They have a little conversation, and he goes, you know, how did this happen? What happened? And she she goes, 
I guess there's no safe sex with a werewolf. <laughs> what a great line. Joni tells Jake she won't kill Ellie. She's just going to rip her to shreds and let her choke on her own blood. And maybe she's going to eat her too. J- Jake starts to come into like Ellie's defense and Joni just quickly disposes of, of Jake, just gets rid of him. So Joni then just disposes of Jake rather easily and then starts to hunt Billy and Ellie again. Joni wolfs out for an intense flame-wielding, Chandler-breaking, table-smashing, silver cane showdown. Uh, but Joni decides she's going to take off before the cops show up. She's hiding now. Uh, the cops come in, and none of them believe Billy and Ellie about the werewolf thing. They start kind of mocking them until Ellie describes Joni as having a bony ass, fat thighs, and bad skin. Joni pops up, calling her a liar, giving her the middle finger as the cops unload clips into Joni. Jimmy and Ellie now find Bo, who's still alive, but no Jake. When the dust settles, Joni is now dead and back to her human form. Ellie and Jimmy head home to just an absolutely trashed house. Jimmy goes down to fix a fuse to try and get the electricity on, and they both realize that they're still wolves, even though Joni is dead. And that's because Joni didn't change them. Someone else did. Jake shows up in the house again with the front door just wide open. Man. (laughs) This dude just does not have respect for people's heating bills. I say, like, what a dickhead. Let's just say that. The, he... My dad will be going freaking crazy right now. Right? <laughs> dude, don't touch that thermostat. Right? God dang it. Living a God barn. dang it, oh. baby. He's, uh, he's now trying to convince Ellie that he can teach her how to live with it. This, this dude, Jake, his reasoning for them to join him and like become this little wolf pack just makes him sound like a giant douchebag. Like he does Terrible. nothing but tee off on them and tell them how pathetic they are and how they can't, they're nothing without him and how she sucks at raising her brother. And it, Ellie just refuses it. So Jake now turns on Ellie and Jimmy and starts to talk more shit about how weak they are and how stupid they are. It's, it's getting redundant. And quite frankly, I can't wait for them to just go at it with this fucking guy. Billy comes, ah, Jimmy comes upstairs And he now decides to run away on the ceiling as he starts to wolf out, but then comes back as Ellie's losing the battle with Jake. Billy and Ellie team up on Jake, though, as Billy bites into his neck and Ellie stabs him in the chest with a silver wedding cake server. She then cuts off his head, and now Jake bursts into flames because werewolf blood is highly flammable. I don't know if you guys (laughs) knew that. I do know. I mean, that comes at you fast. And then, guys... The ending of this movie makes so much sense. Are you ready? Are you guys ready? Let's go. You, bu- Let's you go. buckled in? You dialed in? I'm ready. All right, dude. Brooke shows up with Zipper and Bo. Jimmy gets the girl in the end, and he kisses Brooke. He offers to walk her home like there isn't a fucking dead body that's well done to a charred crisp on his kitchen floor. We get end credits as Ellie says she stay behind and clean. You know, Guess instead I'll of calling the up. fucking cops, right? Guess I'll clean up and stay here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to call the cops, guys. There's a dead body on fire in my kitchen. You guys, I'll walk home together, hold hands. I'm going to stay here and clean up. Hey, Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy, before you go, Jimmy, do you know where the 409 is? I got to scrub some tiles. <laughs> Where's the Casper ghosts? <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, oh my God. Waterboy has some bus. All right. All right. I mean, Waterboy, you go. Then I go. 
because at the end of my rating, I think I matched Justin's. I, I'm going to go ahead and say I might have matched Justin's. All right, all right. <laughs> so all right, overall, all right, all right. For Wes Craven, 2005, his only werewolf movie. Uh, they did a relatively decent job for the time. I'll, I'll give them. Uh, I would have liked to see a little bit more practical um, since CGI wasn't at its prime, or at least they didn't use, like, you know, it feel dated, like you said earlier. Um, still, for what they had and how they worked it, it was it was good. Can I burn a fun Not fact with that comment real quick? Yes. This entire movie, the first cut, was practical. Studio interference because of the reshoots, everything turned to CGI from different people. And that's the way it always ends up happening. And it turns out bad for the movie. I don't know how they're going to learn that yet. Um, But the ending scene was pretty freaking cool the, with the final kill scene. Um, I'm going to give this a 7.4 out of 10. Nice. Strong. There you go. Let's go. The, the rating is strong with this one. Rating very strong. I got. I remember this movie being so much better than it was, and after doing some research on the film and the hell it went through with studio interferences, I completely understand why it's not a highly sought after movie. I still enjoy watching it though. Gave me those high school Friday night date night vibes. I'd still watch it again and again, but it it's become a movie that I'm I'm not seeking out. I'm not recommending as a werewolf movie it's just a fun watch uh justin gave this movie a 6.3 out of 10 and i did as well <laughs> thank god you didn't nail it this time you did not ah! Justin gave it a 6.6 6.9 i gave it a 7 out of 10 Ooh, but uh, the but my reason all right so same thing i think nostalgic I saw this when it came out in theaters and I remember I saw it with four people and I remember being so excited. None of them were horror fans and I was the most amped up person ever for it. And they all looked at me like, what the hell did I just watch? That movie was a mess. And I had to apologize to them. I'm like, my bad. I got a little too excited, but at the same time, so this movie is kind of like a mess <laughs> rewatching it now. Cause it was, like I said, it's probably the only the second time I watched it, but it's still just something about the nostalgia. And I kind of love it. It's kind of a mess. I gave it a seven out of 10. But like I also do think it, I mean I don't think it's it's kind of not a good movie, but I don't know. I love it. I still do love it. And I gave it a seven just because it is so much fun and there is so much nostalgia and just over the topness. But yeah, for like if you're rating like actual good werewolf movies, I mean this isn't it. But if you're just looking for a fun, awesome time, I still love it. Oh, and the Halloween reference. Let's go. This one's kind of an easy one. We got uh Joni, who is played by Judy Greer. It plays Laurie Strode's daughter, Karen, in the newest Halloween trilogy. So there we go. Nice, easy one. Boom. Let's Damn. go. You can't stop me. Do it. Can't stop. Won't stop. Nope. No uh, when I was digging into fun facts for this, there is a mountain of interviews from all the cast members. Yeah. And even the cast members that got completely written out and cut off that were like, this movie was great. And then because of all the reshoots, the studio interference, the last minute replacements, this, that, the other thing, yada, yada, yada. They're like, this movie was a fucking mess. Even Wes Craven came out and was like, after the final product came out and the studio interference, no wonder why my phone didn't ring. Like, no one called for a movie for a while. Same thing. I didn't even write any of the fun. I stopped writing it because I literally just said there were so many reshoots, cast chains, production issues. There was so much. And like you said, how... It was just a mess. And all the actors felt the same way. They were like, this is a disaster. And they all said the same thing. It was just like, Fra- they're like Frankenstein, the movie. Disaster. Yeah. 
And I, I got, I do have written down that I'm going to look for the original shots because from what I've read, they are far superior than the final cut. And it was actually a fun fact. I think it was 2015 or 2019. Someone actually sat down and watched the original movie and said it was like, hands down, so much better than what they yeah. put out for a oh. final cut. All right. So fun facts, cool ladies and replay, gentlemen. Yeah. We've got uh, the original plot line had three strangers brought together by a car accident in the Hollywood Hills and the sub sub. I can't say it. So I'm just going to skip it. Attack of a werewolf. Uh, The three characters were named Ellie Hudson, Vince Winston and Jimmy Mayers. That's Christina Ricci, Skeet Ulrich and Jesse Eisenberg. When the script was uh, rewritten, the plot changed and focused on two estranged siblings who had to fight a cursed We had to fight a curse after a werewolf attack. Uh, When the production was stalled, many cast members were cut, including like Heather Langenkamp, which would have been sick, Scott Foley, Omar Epps, Robert Foster, James Brolin, Corey Feldman. Like there was a lot of people that were going to go in this movie. Uh, Like I had said earlier, the film was originally going to be rated R with like just graphic violent scenes everywhere, but the studio insisted on gore being cut down to make it a more marketable PG 13, which makes zero fucking sense, dude. If you're going to make a horror movie, go towards the horror fans. Right. You want to make a PG 13 scary movie for like all the kitties and stuff. Give me fucking teen wolf. Yeah. Commit one way. Yeah. Commit one way or the other. And then, uh, like I had said to you, Waterboy, about the CGI stuff, Rich Baker did the werewolf effects for the original version of the film, but once Bob Weinstein and Mayor Max ordered reshoots, all the scenes with Baker's effects were deleted, and K&B had to take over, but even most of their work didn't make it into the final scene because Mayor Max and Bob Weinstein thought that their effects didn't look so good, so they in- instead went with CGI in the film to cover up the practical effects. Like the death scenes, almost all the werewolf scenes, there are some promotional, uh, some like prompt stills. It's just, it's so disappointing whenever they insert so much fucking CGI. Uh, in the beginning of the film, Jake shows Ellie a prop Iron Maiden. That prop is the exact replica of Iron Maiden used in the 1960s, the Adams Family, 1964. Uh, the TV series. Oh. Coincidentally, Christina Ricci was Wednesday in the Adams Family, 1991. Uh, the Kane. I spotted this, and I'm a huge fan of this this TV series movie, made for TV movie. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Uh, the Kane on display in the beginning of the movie is the same one used in Storm of the Century by Stephen King. Have you guys I seen that? Did read that? I saw it way. I did. It was yeah. creepy. I don't remember what he got, but I, I saw it a long time ago. Not seen it. No, you have to watch it, Waterboy. It's it's it was like creepy. five hours long, and it was made for TV. So like, there's those random stops, but it, it uh, creeps like, you out, like Rose yeah. Red, sort of. Yeah, exactly. It came out a lot. That came out a long time ago, right? Yeah, it came out in like uh, 1999. All right, I was gonna say I remember being at my parents. My dad was like watching it like way back in the day, and I think I watched it with them. Yeah, you'll you'll never sing. I'm a little teapot. I, I, oh I my god, I forgot about that, dude. Holy yeah. crap! Sorry, so I just that unlocked memories I didn't know I had. Oh yeah. And then like, Justin, oh, I, 
I got you covered, bro. At the five minute and 47, uh, 45 second mark, a homage to Freddy Krueger is seen in the background. There you go. You know Wes had to put that in there. Uh, and then, like, you covered your uh, Halloween time with Judy Greer. I had that written yep. out in the fun facts just in case. Uh, <laughs> in, in July 2021, Brian Collins from Screen Fest blog did a review and a comparison between the final film and both the Craven's original unfinished cut and the first reshoot version. Yeah, version. Version. Uh-huh. Uh, which surfaced from VHS work prints. And both films were praised as superior to the final film. I'd love to see the originals. Right. That's all I got, fellas. That's all I got. Sweet. What about you? You already. All right. Um, I guess. Uh, what about you? You don't have anything, do you? You already Uh, shot. Sean. Sean got every single one of my facts. All right. Should we just let him know what's next week? No. Oh, all right, TikTok, bro. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to release TikTok saying what we're going to do. All right, cool. cool. Uh, follow us on all the different things, TikTok. Um, check us out there, and we'll let you know what we're doing next week. And uh, maybe we'll ask for some thoughts and stuff. So uh, Werewolf Week month rolls on. Hell yeah. yeah. I I did get Wolf a few, uh, few comments and, and reactions to this movie through, like, TikTok, Facebook, all that stuff. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. guys, I am in a cabin in the middle of the woods, and my phone is struggling, and nothing is loading. Just so make I sure you don't whole... read any Latin, all right? Yeah, yeah right. I was gonna say, I think the TikTok comments. I think people kind of said they did like it. I think. Yeah, I think the only one that said they didn't like it was maybe Jackson. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's on point. <laughs> so, but we got it, but... yeah, we did have one comment. Uh, Nikki Vicious, such a fantastic movie. I feel like more people should appreciate it. And I kind of want that too. Like I said, like maybe the movie I thought was kind of like, if you're judging it by a good movie, it might not be good. But I do. It was so much fun. Buckle up. Have a great time. I had a great time with it. So I kind of think she's right with that. And I think people should just kind of maybe appreciate it because it's so much fun. Honestly, the, nost- the nostalgic sense of this is totally worth the watch anyway. So. Oh, yeah. Actually, I, I got it. I got it. Uh, we got our homie Joe uh, Solanto. Sorry if I'm murdering that. Uh, he said it's a great werewolf movie. He loves it. Uh, our fellow co-worker, uh, Postman, uh, Joshua Manning, said the werewolf genre is probably the most overlooked and underrated and underexplored. He doesn't know if underexplored is a word, but I like it. I'm using it. Uh, proven by the fact that he's never actually seen this movie. And now that we're talking about it, he said he wants to go watch it. What? Let's oh, go. Man. Who said that? Yeah, I love Josh, Joshua Manning. Werewolf. Hell yeah. Let's go, Josh. Werewolves are underappreciated. Every month should be oh, Werewolf yeah. Month. Sorry, oh. werewolves. I like werewolves. Oh. All right. oh, that was terrible. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> I, I was trying to do like the thing in the movie, and I oh, that was oh, cut that yeah, out. You did it perfect, dude. It sounded like you haven't yeah. hit puberty yet. <laughs> yeah, that was rough. Oh, All right. rough. I'm Hacky. <clears throat> That's Stabby. Just Justin. Have a good one, Hack Stab Slash. Join us next week. Follow us on Twitter, YouTube, all those platforms. We we developed a link tree so it's easy to find everything in one spot. Come hang out with us and find out what we're watching next week. We're professional now. Let's go. I I don't know about that. I met him.
15 years ago, I, I was told there was nothing left. No reason, no uh, conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of life or death, of good or evil, right or wrong. I met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face and the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. This place is evil. Sometimes dead is better. Two of my men pulled you out of the lake. We thought you were dead, too. Do you remember very much? Dead too? Who? The boy, Jason! Fuck the prime time, bitch!